to the Mid Park Music Podcast, everybody. We are here, and today is a special one indeed. It is Thursday, November 10th, and it is episode 87 with Ultimately Fruitless out of Chicago, Illinois. Uh, a, a special episode here for uh, a number of reasons, but let's get right to it. The big one, um, I interviewed Ultimately Fruitless. Um, they were the very first band, really first first full band that I had on the podcast. Their episode's still up there today. Before I even changed the Midpark brand to all music, um, it was uh, November 10th. 2020 was that interview. Uh, so that, of course, is exactly two years ago today when Ultimately Fruitless was on for the first time. And they are back today, two years later, and 87 uh, or so bands. I know we've had a couple repeat episodes and such, but 80-plus uh, bands and um, happy to have happy to have a Chicago band do that. Uh, you know, the Chicago scene has been very kind to me. Um, and, and vice versa. I love it so very much. I live there and, um, I know, I know Bob, uh, personally, uh, of ultimately fruitless is Sean, Bob, Justin, um, Bob and I worked together in Chicago, uh, before COVID and the whole world changed and whatnot, but we were laid off from the same place at the same time, uh, from due to COVID. Um, but that's kind of how this connection started to begin with. So, uh, ultimately fruitless. And I, I guess go way back, you could say uh, a few years already. So, um, that's really cool. When I, when I saw I had an opportunity to, to possibly get the episode out today, I figured, my gosh, how, that, how perfect could that be? Um, and then also today is essentially one year to the day since I moved away from Chicago. Um, so that's wild as well, too. It's just, uh, kind of interesting how all that timing and, and such, um, you know, just, just really works out. Um, but yeah, one, it was kind of today, tomorrow ish, but, uh, started the process today, one year ago today, um, on November 10th to move back here home to Ohio. Hopefully we'll get back to Chicago, uh, to live, um, hopefully by the end of 2023 is my goal, but we'll see, never know, but either here nor there, a lot of cool stuff with, um, you know, what's, going on with the date i guess today and such so that's that um but of course wanted to touch on that thought it was very very cool um and and i should thank all of you for your support um throughout the throughout this entire two years um maybe we'll do that when, when we come back from a song here uh we'll, we'll get off to one song and then we'll come back um a song that you heard a little snippet from there at the beginning uh, that was Sparkle Motion. That is the very first song on the album uh, that was just released by Ultimately Fruitless uh, at the end of October. Horrors. Uh, that is the second full studio album from Ultimately Fruitless. The first one, Questions and Impulses, is what we really talked about on the first podcast. Um, and now, here we are back two years later, like I said, uh, with Horrors and this song, Sparkle Motion, the very first song on the album. So, um, let's go ahead and listen to this full song. We'll come back and we'll go over a few more things. Uh, and then we'll listen to one more song before we head into the full conversation with Sean, Bob, and Justin of Ultimately Fruitless. Thank you, as always, for tuning in.
It's always nice when you, uh, you're friends with the band and you genuinely like the music. Uh, so I can, I can say that here. That's always fun. Um, so again, yes, that was indeed Sparkle Motion from uh, the Horrors album just released by Ultimately Fruitless at the end of October. The very first song on that 11-track album. What else do we got here? Wow, I, I, did you hear my my uh, my breath intake? Why am I so raspy? Jeez, I gotta stop smoking. Um, whew. Um, as I was getting ready to say there, I think um, before we went to the song, I think it's, uh, you know, I, I say it every episode, but it's very important for me to do so today, you know, and thanking everybody for the support and just uh, a little bit of reflection, I guess, you know, over the last two years, I had no idea. Um, I, yeah, when I, the first time I interviewed Ultimately Fruitless, um, what this was going to turn into, um, I was still, the podcast was still called Mid Park Memoirs at that time. And I was doing lots of different stuff, um, music included, of course, um, but focusing on sports, politics, news, everything. Um, and, <clears throat> excuse me. And, you know, I, I never really had an idea when I started of what it was going to be other than having that main idea, um, you know, just of, of the mid park brand and, and, you know, knowing what I was good at and what I hoped to do. Um, and here we are today, two years later, my God, I'm, you know, in nowhere near where I think this could go or, you know, have reached the full potential at all. Um, but there's definitely been some amazing growth and there's no doubt about that. And, and, um, there's no doubt that, that, that is all because of you listening, um, because of the bands, because of the fans, uh, not my fans, but fans of bands. Um, you know, the, the people that just are part of the Instagram community, um, it's been huge. So yeah, uh, I'll stop rambling on and I know you're here ultimately to hear ultimately fruitless. Uh, but, um, just of course had to make, make sure I note that what else? The podcast schedule. Uh, so we got a busy one coming up, don't we? So this is episode 87, of course, with Ultimately Fruitless. Tomorrow, that's right, tomorrow, I actually have two in the next two days. Uh, I'm going to have James Richard Lane with me. Um, that's going to be an interesting episode. So uh, he is raising money with uh, a little album that he just put out on Bandcamp specifically for the ASPCA uh, Hurricane Ian Animal Relief Funds. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, make sure you check it, that out. And then Saturday here coming up, A Day Without Love from Boston, Massachusetts. I Swallow Ghosts, that's episode number 90 on Monday the 14th. Eric Linden from Minneapolis on Thursday, November 17th, one week from today. Citrus Orange from Alpena, Michigan on November 19th. Ox from Barrie, Ontario, Monday, November 21st. And then Double Speak from Madison, Wisconsin, Wednesday, November 23rd. And then we are two weeks from today at Thanksgiving already. It's crazy. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and listen to another song. Um, uh, I don't think, oh, you know what? Actually got to make sure I notate as well. Uh, new on midpark.com is the show schedule page. So, uh, if you are a band and you're listening, which there's very high chance that that is, uh, and you have any show posters, uh, graphics, anything like that, send them my way, please. I, uh, obviously, you know, you can go to midpark.com. Uh, you can click the link in the mid park bio, check that out, but there's a page fully dedicated to upcoming shows over the next 90 days now, um, throughout the entire country. So it doesn't have to be just Chicago or anything like that. Let me know if you've got it, I will put it up, uh, do the best that I can to get it up in time. That's that. Um, okay, let's go ahead and listen to another song here. Uh, we're going to go ahead and listen to one of the singles that was released. 
Um, so this was the uh, second single that was released leading up to the album and also a fantastic song. I, uh, I believe I had it as one of the top singles um, of the month from October. Um, but yeah, this is going to be Paces. So um, again, this is Paces. This was, uh, what is this, the third, second or third song on the album? No, I'm way wrong. Third from the, that's right, third from the bottom. Uh, so we had Sparkle Motion there that we listened to uh, at the beginning. That is the very first track. Uh, and then here we're going to listen to Paces. Like I said, this was one of the singles that was released on October 7th. And uh, this will take us into the full conversation with Sean, Bob, and Justin of Ultimately Fruitless. Really excited for you guys to hear this one. They were chowing down on some pizza and wings while I uh, while we were talking. It was great. It actually so much so made me so hungry. I ordered pizza as well when we were done. Uh, so it's fantastic. It's uh, I really, really enjoy these guys. Um, owe them a lot of thank yous and um, hope you enjoy this one. So again, we're going to go ahead and listen to Paces here by Ultimately Fruitless, uh, a single leading up to the Horrors album that was released at the end of October. Thank you as always for tuning in. We will be uh, back at the end of the conversation just to wrap up a few more things.
right. There's about a thousand things to talk about with this one. Um, I guess I'm just going to start, you know, really simply and uh, say welcome into the show, Ultimately Fruitless. What up? Hey, thanks, Kevin. What up? Absolutely chowing down on some pizza. And I love it. Um, chowing down so hard and so beautifully that it made me myself order a pizza and I'm waiting on that to come. Um, it is fantastic. I love it. Um, I got Sean, Bob, Justin in. Um, so like I said, I have lots to talk about and we're going to get to ultimately fruitless, of course. And I'm sure I'm going to talk about this on the recording prior, but, um, this is nuts. So when this episode comes out, it's going to be, um, November 10th, 2022. If we look back two years on that, exactly, that will be the second episode ever Honestly, kind of the first episode, well, actually, absolutely the first episode, like with a full band or anything at all. Um, the first was uh, with a friend who's a singer-songwriter. It's great. Love her, uh, Biz. But Alt Fruit was the uh, first ever, you know, full band back in November of 2020. It's crazy. Um, so here we are two years later. I'm going to stop rambling on. Um, yeah, let's just catch up i guess and say what's been going on over the last two years <laughs> a lot of uh practices because we couldn't play shows for a minute <laughs> yeah uh, more than a minute for sure a uh, lot a lot of recording or not recording as much as uh writing we were uh sean was on a roll and writing a ton and bringing a lot to justin and i it was great nice I think the bars got canceled on the day of like our show, right? We were supposed to yeah, play. Yeah, we were gonna play Crown Liquors, mm-hmm. and now they're gone. We were, we would have been the last show at Crown Liquors, uh, which is a, a little bar venue that we've played a couple times, and I liked that place. Yeah, that one, that closing really hurt for sure. Yeah, and that was like at the beginning of COVID. Yeah, that was the day like all the bars like Prisker announced like a shutdown. Yeah. COVID, COVID signed off, we're shutting it all down, and, uh, yeah. yeah. So is that the last time you guys played live? No, we, we played some shows at the end of last year, um, and then some at the beginning of this year, um, I don't know, what, like four shows, maybe, five shows, something like that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Some, some we, smaller shows, um, including Subterranean, which, as you told us, they're going to be in town in Chicago, well, before... Yeah this episode comes out but uh i will i will uh, have been yeah yeah subterranean great great venue if you've never been i love it it's one of our favorite venues in the city yeah i'm i'm very excited to get there like you said uh, by the time this one comes out i'll be looking back in the rear view at that um and i've heard nothing but good things I, i mean there's so many different venues that i've heard i mean truly nothing but good things about um that's awesome so um as far as, you know, shows and things that are important coming up that I know you've had marked on your calendar for a while. Um, by the time this comes out, it'll be out already, but your new album, um, is going to be out on October 28th. So that's horrors. I, you know, what's you know, what's funny off track here. Yeah. When I was a kid, I used to say horrors. 
all the time. Your new album. I still say that. (laughs) Yep. Um, So I really, now because of that, I really try to uh, stress the horrors. Um, But that'll be out October 28th. Um, Yeah, you guys sent me that a while ago. I know it's been out. It's been ready to rock for a while. You've been excited for it, as you should be. Um, So again, you know, by the time this episode's out, it'll be out in the world for a week or two. But uh, yeah, tell tell us about it. What, what, how did this whole thing come about? Yeah, and I know that's a long. That's and if it's a long answer, you can let it all rip. (laughs) I didn't want to be inactive during COVID because we weren't playing shows, and I have a ton of material written to experiment with. So we kind of selected a batch of songs that we all wanted to work on and worked on them and made an album <laughs> i think we, we i think we were we were kind of demoing some of them while we were recording for the first album right like mm-hmm. right around there so it'd been in the pipe work for a, a long time you know? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. On top of that, we have most of the album three songs pretty much <laughs> pretty much learned by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're, we're always working. Like if we're not playing shows or releasing an album, like we're always working behind the scenes, which is something that's not I don't feel like it's super common. Um it's it's a good feeling though. You constantly feel progression even if you're not being public about things. There's always something going on in the background with our band. Yeah. Well, I think what's cool is I can attest to that just based solely off the fact that, you know, like I've said a few times, excuse me, um, I met with you guys two years ago and here we are two years later and the conversation and the feel of this conversation is very much the same in that it, you know, you guys haven't lost a beat clearly seems like you're still getting along just as well clearly seems like you know the goals and and why you're doing what you're doing um are the same and uh i think that's all of that is what's important and kind of what drives all of what you just said you know in the end bob yeah always working always uh uh just trying to think of think of what's next we're always trying to stay two two steps ahead um like like sean was alluding to yeah we're, we're releasing album two but right now uh september 2022 we're still uh writing and and, and jamming on stuff for for album three so can't wait yep. to get that one next <laughs> yeah let's um let's look back at album number one Let's, uh, that was, that was, you know, uh, shit again, you know, go back to kind of my first milestones and doing the local music and stuff since that was like, I, I remember you guys gave me early access, uh, on band camp and I got to listen to the whole thing. And, um, man, I'll be honest. I don't really have the time to do that now. <laughs> um, I, people send me shit all day and it's, it's hard. And I, I like, that's, I mean, it's, I'm very humbled by that. Like, it's awesome. Um, but yeah, I remember listening to your album when you sent it to me, the first one. And it's, um, yeah, I guess kind of go back to your roots and, um, tying that into what's coming now with the second album. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, I think there's like some. I think the first album was definitely a bit more lighter in tone. So there's some of the elements with these batch of songs, but it's more complex and darker, which I think is, uh, you know, we're always trying to experiment with different textures of sound and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Hence the album name Horrors. (laughs) Yeah, that would... Uh, the album cover I, was was an artist that that Sean found on Instagram, Trish. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she is awesome. Like we've DM with her and stuff. She's super rad. Please check out her work. Um, we'll the, give her handle at the end of this or something like that. A- yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. All of her like our album cover that she graciously allowed us to use yeah. is very indicative of her work. It's so cool and just has its own style to it that we're just like we love like everything she does but when we saw this particular image on instagram we're like uh that's the one we should ask to see if trish is interested and yeah play she was she's awesome yeah so i'm looking at it uh i'm looking at it right now um so was this like so that was out before you knew that you wanted that as your album cover yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, she that's posted it on her Instagram. I found it because it was reposted on some art page. I don't remember which. Um, and then I just messaged her, and she was super cool about letting us use it. And yeah. She's got a uh, a ton of very similar images here. I like it. Um, yeah, her style is pretty cool. Yeah, that's t. Kendrick. Inceptions is uh. Awesome. There it is. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I've got it. Uh, I like it, man. That's um, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm if, if I'm talking slow, I'm not, you know, ignoring you. I'm, I'm looking through it, you know, as we're talking. Um, it's very cool. So, why do you feel like that album cover or that image was a perfect, you know, representation of your album cover? Um, I feel like the the image for the first album kind of captures the mood of the first album, which is kind of lighter, bouncier, like kind of a beachy, summery vibe. This album's a lot colder and a lot more, it's a lot darker and a lot more, I guess I'd describe it as jagged. Um, so it kind of, it goes a lot of different places and it has like weirder feedback parts and like math theory rhythms and more unpredictable elements. Um, and a lot of the lyrical subject matter is pretty dark. Um, so I guess that, I don't know. I, I saw the image and I thought that would be great. <laughs> and I still think it's great. Yeah. yeah. We still love it. That's all it takes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep pressing. Why is the lyrical matter dark? Um. No particular reason, I guess. The Initially, when I wanted to start this band, I was listening to a lot of kind of lighthearted, beachy stuff that I sort of wished had better lyrics. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I don't know, like Waves and Best Coast, like written by obviously young kids who are just kind of like having a good time. Um, and that's like the mood that I liked, but... I felt like all the lyrics on the first album were also dark, maybe a little less direct. Um, 
Yeah, I guess the music matches the tonal quality of the lyrics better now. I would say that it's sort of always been on the darker side. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. No, That's it's, cool. Uh, it's, I think, uh, however you get there, you know, is, um, that's cool. Um, in terms of, I guess, you know, the last time you were on here, like we said, it was two years ago. Uh, we'll shift it a little bit, a little bit to you guys individually. Um, those listening now probably didn't hear the last stuff. Um, how did you get here? How did ultimately fruitless become ultimately fruitless? Yeah, let's start there. Uh, well, Sean and I run another band called Mina Cerno. Uh, damn, that was like 2017, 2018. That was so long. Ago. It feels like a long time ago. Yeah. It's crazy, but it was like 2017, 2018. You know, COVID's yep. messed up the concept of time for everyone. <laughs> yeah. No, it must have been 2017. 2017? Yeah. Damn, we're, we're, we're yeah. old out here. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, that band kind of folded up, and Sean had had demos that he'd been writing for a while, um, and, you know, Cass if I'd be interested in playing bass on it, and it was cool, you know, like I said, if you listen to the first album, you know, it sounds very, like, beachy and pixies, and that's kind of what I first picked up on, and I liked how kind of a... Uh, chromatic and interesting it was so uh we played with another guy for a while didn't really work out and then we tried out and uh bob got lucky to have bob with us and um yeah yeah it's been a good time <laughs> there it from is. my side of things uh i met sean because he had previously recorded another act of mine called survival float did a few sessions in the studio with him and then come on Facebook, he's like, hey, I'm looking for a drummer. Posted on SoundCloud uh, the demos for a lot, a lot of which became the first Ultimate Fruitless album. Um, a, lot, a, lot of, uh, a lot of demos there. So it gave me a lot to listen to. And I was like, okay, it's fast, sort of punky, surfy, upbeat. I'll swap when I play it. That's what I'm into. So yeah, I jammed with these guys for, for, for a little bit before it became official and started playing shows. I don't know two months of us rehearsing <laughs> together it was yeah. very quick and very organic it was awesome yeah, it was very nice well we had been playing with the other drummer for like a year and it just wasn't getting there and then yeah. there was a personal issue which kind of ended that relationship and then we found bob and i don't know about justin but i was fucking found shows <laughs> it's been a year you found like bob and you started yeah. building i remember it was like our third practice maybe and we played the same songs over and over again every practice we're like we would text each other like hey like what song do we want to try next week blah 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 and i think it was during that third practice i kind of looked at you guys i was like so when are we playing shows <laughs> you guys were like yes he gets it he wants to get on to our playing I was like, yeah. yeah let's fucking do this i want yeah. people to see and hear this yeah. so yeah, yeah. Yep. playing it's shows there's a lot of fun with these two guys that's still how we learn new music by the way is we'll text Yes. Say, what song do you guys want to try out next week? And then we'll just decide one. Yeah. I think, you know, you stick with what you know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's working out so yeah. far. Well, that's exactly why I'm still using fucking Skype to record this interview. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> I get that, man. Um, very cool. I mean, I, yeah. And I mean, like I said earlier, it seems very seamless from the outside looking in. Um, 
Bob, I haven't talked to you since. I believe I remember you being a huge fan of, and I'm curious, unfortunately, to hear your thoughts on uh, Taylor Hawkins passing. Yeah, that's that's a bummer for the drumming community. Um, just the epitome of a rock and roll drummer, right? Like you're in Food Fighters. Like, everyone knows Dave Grohl. Everyone knows Nirvana. But like when it comes to to Food Fighters, you know, Taylor Hawkins. There could not have been a better drummer for that band. 100. percent so I don't know if you or any of your listeners have caught any of the tribute concerts that they've done, uh, both I think in London and then L.A. was like last night. Um, they get some big name stars to come out to just like play Taylor's parts. And uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. In London, they did My Hero and uh, Taylor Hawkins' son, like 16, 17 year old son came out and played. Oh, Fucking nailed it. And that's not an easy drum part to play. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was okay. it was probably not a dry eye in in the London audience. It's yeah. it's pretty damn cool. Damn, that's cool. Yep. Yeah. I saw that. Ah, uh, yeah. That's uh that was sad, unfortunate. Yeah. Um He also looks having a good time though. Yeah. Oh yeah. I saw them at Palooza last year and he's just nothing but smiles when he plays. When he I, plays, yeah. I, I love that. Like you could just tell he's just like in the moment, yeah. loving it while he's doing it. Yep. It's pretty cool. No doubt. Um, well, speaking of, I think that's a great way to segue into, you know, again, I know you guys have probably gone over this before, but for those of that might be listening for the first time or hearing you for the first time, um, your influences and, um, you know, how each of you got to want to be a part of Ultimately Fruitless. Um, I definitely grew up on like a lot of classic rock and stuff as a younger kid. And then you get to high school, you get angsty, you get into pop punk, you get into your new metal at the time of, of maybe being a teenager and whatnot. But, um, you know, the, the Travis Brokers of the world still impress me. And I, I love a drummer that has a good time. You're, you're, you're Tommy Lee, flashy but has chops in place of the song. I'm all about that shit. I love it. Tommy Lee. Wow. <laughs> Bob, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to imagine you in the, in the Tommy Lee role with Pamela. <laughs> I love uh, it. That would be crazy. More than anything. I just want to, would like to play a drum set. That's that's spinning over the audience. That would be <laughs> as terrifying yeah. as it would be fun. That that would be pretty wild. Um, yeah, Sean, Justin, what about you guys? Uh, I mean, I've always been pretty interested in music. Um, I didn't really start playing anything until you know, like summer camp or high school, and then like not even you know bass or anything like that or guitar, which you know I played a lot longer than I played bass. But I started out playing like clarinet and like violin and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, kind of similar to Bob, you get to high school and hormones really kick in and uh, <laughs> you start finding loud, aggressive music. So, um, I don't know, there was this magazine from the UK that I used to get at Borders back when those still existed. And uh, it would come with this, like, how to play kind of tag. Kind of the same thing that, like, what's the guitar world does or yeah. like that. Um, but there were like a lot of like punk and like post hardcore like British bands that they displayed, obviously because it was a magazine from UK. Uh, but that kind of drew me to guitar, 
and um, got a heavier punk music and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, so when Sean and I started kind of going over our influences, being in the other band, it was very like punky and like very urgent music, which is kind of what we vibed on. So uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like uh, noisy, poppy stuff. So I grew up playing instruments. Like I, I was in orchestra for a few years and played trumpet and baritone and <clears throat> band and took guitar lessons in like middle school and in Michigan. So middle school in Michigan is seventh and eighth grade only. Um, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So you. Years. So you. Why well, just? So kids who spend six years in an environment that they now know and are comfortable with, as soon as they start hitting puberty, you rip them out of that, <laughs> throw them all together in this foreign environment. And it's uh, awesome. Dude, it, it is wild. Yeah. When I when I was in school, my school district was uh, K through five in elementary, six and seven in the middle school, eight and nine in the junior high. And then ten through twelve in the high school, four different schools. That's a lot of Swear to God, in my life. It has to do. Yep. That's I've never heard that in my life. Interesting. It's yeah, not like that anymore. They 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 they. they uh, there's only three now. They um uh, now it's K through four, five six seven, and then wait no, K through four. I don't know what the fuck either here nor there. It's yeah, it's different now. But yeah, that's I swear that's how it was, and it's wild. Yeah, but go ahead, Sean. Sorry. Oh, I totally lost my train of thought anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, my musical renaissance, I'll skip ahead to that. In high school, I found out about the band McCluskey. Um, there was a song called To Hell With Good Intentions that I loved everything about. I thought the lyrics were goofy and funny, but like also like very well performed. And I loved how roomy the drums were and how noisy the guitars were. And then I did a little bit of research, found out that the dude who engineered it was named Steve Albini. Um, found out he's the guy who also engineered Surferosa and in utero kind of thought this dude's connected to some awesome music. What else is he connected to? So I got super into like touch and go records bands, a lot of whom are from Chicago um, and include like some of Steve Albini's bands, but bands like the Jesus Lizard and like Blonde Redhead and Nina Anastasia. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they were all just, and, and like even the really like the gross stuff, like Scratch Acid. I love Scratch Acid, and Big Black is incredible, but um, that kind of changed my taste a little bit, because I listened to some pretty terrible music when I was younger. I was really real into new metal for a while, I'll admit it. I new metal was good for like one year. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then it was like, hey, here are these like mathy segments, here's this... You don't have to do so much. You can do say more with less. And, and it felt a lot more honest, a lot of it. So I was kind of drawn toward that. And I'm always like looking for bands who do things that I haven't heard before or things that I have heard before presented in like a weird way. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a, that's uh, a very uh, interesting, interesting take. And I like it. Um, so as far as you know obviously there's you three um i think you've mentioned a few others here and there but um 
I've been following from out for throughout, and uh, it seems like it's you three that really are the the drivers of everything. But if you have any shout outs, you know, to anybody else that um, might be involved and might be a, a key part of the alt fruit family, uh, I'd love to hear that. Yeah, Kyle Matamore um, let us mix at his house. Well, his, his place. I don't know if it's considered house. But his building <laughs> where he lives, yeah. um, he let us mix there, and he has some really good, those barefoot speakers. Um, and I was over there at least once or twice a week after work <laughs> when he was available trying to mix our record. And he put a lot of time into putting up with me and, it was a cool experience. He's a cool guy, so I would like to recognize him for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Alex. He's always like kind of behind the scenes, taking like various photos and videos, and just kind of just being there for shows and yeah, saying what's up and. He helped set up the microphones for recording this album. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's super supportive, and he's got yeah. his own project coming out too, which is awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what I've got. Nice. Um, so why should people be excited for, and again, you know, I know this will be, a f- you know, maybe a week or two after the release, but why do you hope that people get excited about horrors and, uh, you know, the new album and everything that uh, you guys have coming in, over the next few months, I guess? I feel like our album is for uh, for folks that just kind of want to get weird with it. Yeah. Um, our first album is a little more stream streamlined and a little more dancey. It's got more of a surf groove to it. Like if you want to like play it loud, that's cool. This this horror is definitely made you play loud, and um, we hope that people will play it from their cars and their speakers and their their phones when they're on the CTA and just annoy the shit out of everybody else because <laughs> oh uh, the CTA baby yeah that's right uh yeah it's meant to be played super loud and I hope people uh join us on the journey of us just getting weird with it compared to our first album man I uh obviously you know it's been two years since we talked last time podcast wise and um I would be very curious to have another conversation, you know, even in another year or two and look back not only on horrors, but the first release as well. What what was the, the name of the first release? Uh, questions and impulses. God damn it. I, I knew it. Um, as soon as you said it. Yep. Yeah, I have the uh, I have the the album art in my head. It's that yellow background with the uh, the Illinois in it. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I cannot tell you how many times again I've had probably eighty to ninety conversations with bands. Every time we talk about it, ninety percent are like, "Yeah, our first release was not something we really want to talk about." Um, which you know, I, that's not necessarily what you're saying, but, but more so, you're definitely excited for the new one, and um, that you know you should be. And I think that's awesome. Um, I think people are gonna love it. Yeah, you know, first albums are an important step. You know, some bands knock out of the park, or some bands have a lot of money, or, you know, there's just any amount of circumstances that can really kind of make 
anything happen. You know what I mean? So yeah, but I think the first album is like an important episode for everyone. You're still like finding a groove. Um, I think we definitely groove more on this one. And yeah, yeah, I'm excited for even what we've got coming out after all this. Not to get too far ahead or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, always looking forward. Yeah, we're always looking forward and always kind of like looking back at what we did, but taking it with us instead of kind of resting in the same pool, you know. I want, yeah. I want every album to be weirder than the last one. <laughs> so I love it. Well, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and move the conversation forward, I guess. Obviously, by the time this is out, the album will be out. So what is next? You know, what what are you? You know, Justin, you just said you're excited for what else is coming. I know, Sean, you mentioned you guys are already working on album three. Um, what's next, you know, as far as your guys' plan for for the future? Show, show, shows. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the name of the game. So we really want to push horrors as much as we can. Uh, Questions and Impulses came out in November of 2020. Guess what anyone was doing in November 2020? Watching Netflix. They're yeah. not Shows weren't yep. a thing. So. We never got to play an album release show. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So, <laughs> uh, we're really hoping to push this one as much as possible. Um, it's funny. Like, we're so well rehearsed on this album two stuff that we just are excited just to play front to back. You know, it's, it's kind of a, a trendy thing to do now. A lot of bands do like anniversary tours and they play the album front to back, which is always a fun treat for fans. But for us, it's like, we really want people to hear it. So if we have a 45 minute set, you're probably just going to hear the album front to back. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Very cool. Um, man. Yeah. I hope, I hope, Okay. Again, again, why I'll look back on this uh, in the past, but I hope we can connect while I'm in Chicago and hope that uh, I'm able to see it live or you guys live and, and everybody else as well. Um, what is, I, I have a feeling, I know, given what you just said, obviously buying tickets, getting to the shows, um, but anything else outside of that, what is the best way to support Alt Fruit? Um. Very simple. Follow us on social media. That's in a weird way. It's a thing that promoters look at to see how quote big you are. That's big heavy quotes with the fingers there. How big you are. Yep. Based off your follower count. So at ultimately fruitless on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. Um, that's a very simple thing that anybody listening can do. Um, 1028, the album comes out. Please listen to it on Spotify. Listen to it on Apple music. You can pre-order on Bandcamp if you want to. We would love it if you bought on music. Yeah, that would be cool. On Bandcamp. That would be very cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you guys have uh, merch or physical copies or anything of the CDs? We do for questions and impulses. That, that you can buy, and I will personally mail it to you uh, at the old USPS. <laughs> but uh, nice. for now is, is digital only. So those, yeah. those, those streams really count. We re- would really appreciate it. Absolutely. The circumstances were a lot different for Horrors when we created it. <laughs> because yeah. for the first album, we had a bunch of shows, and we had money from those shows, which we put toward recording in a studio, uh, the best studio in the world, um, which is called Lush Audio. And then the second album, Horrors, was recorded in our practice space. Um which is not an ideal acoustic environment, 
but I'm, I'm pretty happy with how it sounds. I think it's pretty cool. I've heard some good albums yeah. from Chicago that are made in a practice space, and yeah. they can sound pretty fire if you just know what you're doing. And yeah. I think, Sean, you know what you're doing. You and, you and Alex, I think you nailed it. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it, it fits with the erraticness of the, of, of the music of horrors. I feel like the, the roughness, it get, it's hand in hand. I love it. Yeah. It's still, it's it's a noisy album, but I guess it's less roomy. It's kind of cleaner in a way, but also, I guess, noisier in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> Not to yeah. get philosophical. More in the tone. No, yeah, I, please. Uh, Very happy with the tone. Inform us. Um, all right, so I have two questions, um, both kind of minor. Um, one, who's going to eat the last piece of pizza? Oh, we've got a whole other pizza. So we, we got two pizzas. Wait a minute. <laughs> All right. So those of you that are listening, obviously, you cannot see the video. So this, you know, pizza has been in front of my face the entire time. <laughs> and there's one piece left in this pizza. But apparently you're saying there's a whole other pizza. Correct. Sir. Yeah. We come with reserves. We're, we're prepared. <laughs> like we said, we're, we're prepared for the next step. The next step is pizza number two. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Um, and then the second question, anything else at all um, that we've not talked about or that you want to make sure that you get out? And if not, that's okay. Uh, we have a, well, no, I guess the other one will already be out, so. <laughs> yeah. Dang, yeah. I hope people listen to our album. Yeah. Skip around, see all the different textures and Give it a taste. Someday the Mid Park podcast will be, you know, crisp enough where I can get it out, you know, ahead of releases and things. And uh, but I, yeah, I just ain't working so far. <laughs> but uh, yeah, now a little bit uh, afterwards is fine. Trust me, I think I think people will genuinely be very interested in in what you've got going on. I think people will get. Um, something out of this conversation and as I have said several times off the recording and maybe even on I don't know uh, but you know I was in Chicago for a short amount of time got to meet a few people genuinely in person and Bob there is um, I mean I you know I could go on and on, but yeah, a, a very good person and uh, man, very glad to have crossed paths. And um, I, I wish you guys nothing but the best. I know that uh, the shows you're going to be playing are going to be rocking. I hope to get to one. I hope you guys can come over to Ohio sometime soon. Hope yeah. to help you get here. And um, yeah, it's uh, I'll stop rambling on, but you know, it's I just I'm, I'm you know as I'm looking at all my notes here on the page, I'm thinking about like. You know, again, I, I keep rambling on about it, but just the fact that it's been two years since we met and you guys were one of the very first bands that I ever met with. It's crazy to look back at the growth of both yourselves and myself. Like this is the whole idea of what I've got going on. Like I want everybody to continue to grow and you guys have a whole other album coming out. Doesn't seem like you have any you know signs of stopping. And um, yeah, that's 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 fucking awesome. <laughs> that's 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 what it is, man. Thanks, man. Thanks. Thanks, man. Uh, if and when we get a Ohio show in the books, you are the first person I'm telling because I want to make sure you're there. <laughs> yes. I can't wait. And well, I, you know what? Actually, I'll reverse on that and say I hope I don't. I hope 
hope I don't have to come to an Ohio show. I hope that I can live in Chicago again in like nine <laughs> to twelve months and you know come to another show there. Uh, man, I I miss Chicago so much, but. Yeah, you guys got it. Uh, you got it going on there. Uh, you're in for the. You're in for a Chicago winter coming up. That's for sure. Got to get through that. Um, but thankfully, you got the music to do so. You'll be playing some shows. You'll get through it. And um, yeah, you guys got a lot. Got a good thing going on. That's Sean Bob Justin of Ultimately Fruitless. Um, guys, I appreciate you so much. Um, yeah, thank you for giving me your time. Thank yeah, you for taking you. the time. Thanks, guys. No doubt always and that is that everybody episode 87 is through and a very special one again indeed if you missed at the very beginning by any chance uh this was the two-year anniversary uh episode essentially i i uh, interviewed ultimately fruitless on the mid park podcast on the mid park memoirs podcast on november 10th 2020 and here we are two years later just wrapped up that one and um I look up to these guys. I, I, I admire them. Um, again, you know, they will always have a special place in my heart uh, just solely for kind of giving me the opportunity there early on to, to get things going. And now here we are two years later to see the growth, both myself and especially them and all the bands around. It's incredible. It's awesome. I love it. Thank you so much. I'm humbled. I, I know that uh, ultimately Fruitless and, and the guys, they're very thankful for those of you listening in. Uh, there's no question about that. So, um, yeah, just, just lots of good things going on. I'm very thankful, very happy, very humbled. Yeah. I'm gonna stop now. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and listen to another song on the way out. So, uh, we're going to listen to the final track on the album, which is a long one. I love it. Um, uh, it is, I would say fairly unique to the ultimately fruitless sound. Um, and I think it's a good, it's a good thing. You know, there's a lot of uh, variation on here. Um, you know, we've got a main little surf rock sound there, but there's some nice variation here, especially in leaves. I love it. Um, like I said, it's a long song as well. So, um, that is it, everybody. Um, we went over the schedule. We went over the new things on midpark.com. Um, congratulations to speak easy of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, they won the midpark rocktober challenge that is all over now. Uh, what else we got? I think that's it. Yeah. Um, again, my name is Kevin Vargo, host and founder of the Midpark Music Podcast. This was Sean Bob Justin, ultimately fruitless from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, stay tuned. Lots of more podcasts coming up over the next two weeks, especially two uh, over the next two days. You can check out as well with James Richard Lane tomorrow uh, and a day without love on Saturday. Uh, thank you uh, so very much for tuning in again, everybody. Uh, on the way out here, this is going to be Leaves, the final track on the Ultimately Fruitless Horrors album that was just released at the end of October. Enjoy this song. Enjoy your day. Come
Now the weather is 